Welcome back to the Good Earth Podcast. This is Abby with Christians on Campus, and we're excited to be back with episode 60, the first episode in our new series, I Will Build My Church. You've probably heard before that God has a plan. Do you know what this plan is? Do you feel that you have seen the purpose of your Christian life? These questions can be hard to answer, and many people, even believers, do not know how to respond. This series will be focusing on God's eternal purpose, what he has desired in eternity past. Stay tuned as Jake leads us into this new topic and shows us how God intends to build his church. Um, so last week we concluded our Bible study series on do you know your divine rights? It doesn't mean that we didn't have any, there's no more rights for us to cover, but we just like to not be on the same talk, topic forever so we can cover a few different things. So this week we'd like to jump into something a little bit higher. We're, we're, we're turning up the heat a little bit. You know, in the Christian life, we're always, there's always more to gain of the Lord. There's always more of the Bible to see, more of the, the experience of Christ to enter into. And so we're, we're ready to press on to something a little bit, a little bit further. And for that, we, we want to go all the way back to the beginning. Because the Lord, the Lord showed us in the Gospels that we really want to know God's heart. The best place to look is at the beginning. Whatever God spoke from the beginning, that is the best indication of what His intention is. So this first key verse here, Ephesians 3.11, that's what Paul was wanting to do with us. He wants to take us all the way back to the beginning, even before anything was created in this universe. It says, uh, according to the eternal purpose which he made in Christ Jesus our Lord. You ever wondered why, why did God create? We know that God created. We can appreciate and enjoy God's wonderful creation, and even we're part of that, and we're the highest part of God's creation. But why? What motivated God, who has no need of anything for his existence? He doesn't need to eat. He doesn't need to physically sleep. He doesn't need a house, you know, in a physical sense, the way that we need a house. Before anything was, there was God. What would, what would cause God to speak the universe into existence? There was something in him, something that was in his heart. And uh, this verse shows us that it wasn't a purpose that kind of came up at a certain point in his existence. Just as God is eternal, having no beginning, he is presently, and He has no ending. Even his, his purpose is eternal. So we need this lens in order for us to grasp the true meaning of the heavens, the true meaning of the earth, the true meaning of us as once created in His image and His likeness, the true meaning of Him calling out the chosen race of Israel, 
and even the reason that God the Son would come and be a man, Christ Jesus, on the earth. So, not only did God have a purpose, but uh, in a previous Bible study, we also touched this matter that His eternal purpose, according to Ephesians 1.5, is also the good pleasure of His will. God is purposeful, but God also has a good pleasure. He has something that makes Him happy. He's fine as far as existing on His own. He doesn't need anything for that. But, there's something that if, if this thing is brought into existence and completed, his heart would be happier than if it had it. You know? Like, we want things. We don't have them yet. We know if we could, if we could attain it, we would be happy. God has something like that. It was because of this good pleasure that he would he would stretch forth the heavens, lay the foundations of the earth, and form the spirit of man within him. So what is it? If we care, we would want to know, what, what is this? God, why? Why did you create? The apostles or sorry, the, the prophets throughout the ages, all, all the, the men of God that were seeking to know God's heart, they were wondering the same thing. What is in your heart, God? And, it, and Paul said in Ephesians 3.9 that even though they were seeking to know, even they, they might have been praying to know, and Job did pray. When Job his whole life was getting turned upside down and everything's getting taken away from him. He said to the Lord, I know that this is not for no reason. There's something in you. There's, there's some kind of purpose that you want to accomplish. But he didn't know what it was. He saw God at the end of everything and he still didn't know what it was. And, and no one knew. It was a mystery until the Lord Jesus came and the invisible God who dwelt in unapproachable light, he became a visible, touchable, contactable man, Jesus Christ. And this man, he lived fully for God's will and whatever he spoke, whatever words he used, whatever way that he was with all the human beings around him, was an expression of God's heart and God's intention. And so, there's a really key moment. Well, I want to say this. If we're going to know God's intention, who best knows God's intention except for the Lord Jesus Christ? Right? If anyone knows God's purpose, if anyone knows God's heart, it's the Lord Jesus. And this set of verses is very important. Joseph. Abby here. Did you know that Christians on Campus gathers weekly for meals and fellowship? Every Wednesday night at 6.30, we hold Life and Truth, a dinner to bring students together so that they can enjoy Christ. Make sure to follow our Instagram at christians.on.campus for details about how to come and connect with other Christian students. Back to Jake. So the Lord 
wanted, again, whatever he speaks, unveils something of God's heart because he's God in the flesh. And what else is he going to talk about except what he wants? And he takes his disciples with him to Caesarea Philippi is like a high mountain, far away from all the religion of Jerusalem, all the worldly philosophy surrounding, you know, where they were. Just get away and let me unveil my heart to you. And he asks this question, who do men say that I am? So people are speculating. Some, some are saying he's Elijah, some the prophet, this, that. And then he asks the disciples, who do you say that I am? Peter says, you are the Christ. Peter saw the Messiah, the promised one of God, who's going to come and redeem us and save us from our sins. You are him. You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the Lord said, wonderful. You're blessed, Simon. God the Father revealed this to you. There's no way that you could have seen this on your own. But he opened your eyes to see who I am. However wonderful that was, the Lord did not let Peter stay there. Just to see Christ, we need to see Christ. If you don't see Christ, you don't have anything. But if you see Christ only and not the rest of what the Lord opened here, God's eternal purpose cannot be fulfilled. And God's heart's longing cannot be satisfied. So the Lord said, Okay, Peter, blessed are you. God revealed this to you. Now I'm going to take it further. Upon this rock, upon this realization that you just had concerning me, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. We see something really important here. If God's purpose were only salvation, if he only wanted to save fallen sinners, the Lord didn't need to say anything further to Peter. He could just say, blessed are you, Simon Burjona. Let's rejoice. But he said, I also say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. It's not enough just to see that I am the Christ. It's not enough to know, just know that I am the Savior. I want to show you the church, because the church is on my heart. The church will make me happy. I'm happy to save sinners, but I, I want those sinners that I saved to be built up in, into the church. So with the last Bible study series, something we were doing is writing down what was our right, you know, what was our key takeaway. I would say this, what should we walk away from these verses with? God did not create to save, but to build. He had the church in his heart before man ever fell before we ever became sinful and needed to get cleaned up so that he could get into us. There was something in his heart even before that. It was to build up the church, something that could be filled with him, something that could express him, something that could make the invisible God known to the universe. This is where the Lord needs to recover us. 
back to his original intention. Because if, if we miss it, there's so many things in the Bible. 66 books, thousands of verses, lots of things that we can study and get into. But they're all secondary if the creator of the universe who wants something doesn't get what he wants. So we love him. We love our God. We love his word. We love his intention. And we want it to be fulfilled. So just to kind of close, I want to pray a little bit and just show you how you might respond to the Lord with these verses, how you might contact him regarding his purpose so that you know these things are a matter of revelation. It's something that we can't just understand with our mind. We have to see it in our spirit. And the, the main way that we can do that is just to pray to the Lord. So I'm just going to pray a simple, short prayer, and you guys can just stand with me in that prayer. You could say amen quietly to what I'm saying or, or just you know be in the Lord's presence as I'm speaking. Lord Jesus, thank you for making known God's eternal purpose. Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we love your eternal purpose. We want your heart to be happy, Lord. We want your church to be built up. Lord, grant us a spirit of wisdom and revelation that we could, we could see the church the way that you see the church. Thank you, Lord, for giving us this word. Lord, keep opening our eyes. And, and Lord, give us the same heart that you have. We love you, Lord. Amen. Isn't it sweet to see that there is always something new for us to gain in our Christian life? We can always see something more of God's eternal purpose. Because God is eternal, his purpose must also be eternal. This purpose is God's good pleasure, the reason that we and the universe exist. This is what's in God's heart, and the Lord Jesus is the one who knows God's heart better than anyone. We can see the reason for the universe in Jesus' speaking in Matthew 16. God wants us to see his church. God created us so that his church could be built. And through this truth, we can unravel the whole rest of the Bible. Join us next week to see the continuation of this series right here on the Good Earth Podcast. 